Okay, we're on. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Corona Conversations. I'm Anna. Oh, and I'm Caleb. And we wanted to say happy Super Bowl Sunday. Except I don't care. <laughs> well, we do kind of care because our family are Chiefs fans, so I'm no, watching. No, our family are Seahawks fans. Our extended family are Chiefs fans. There you go. There you go. But I'm rooting for the Chiefs because yeah. So we we kind can't of... root for the 49ers. They're the Seahawks are yeah, rivals. We gotta root for the Chiefs. <laughs> anyway, besides the Super Bowl happening today, the episode of Tangle the Series race to the is it Spire or Spire Spire? <laughs> Be careful, <laughs> or you're gonna get your pronunciation corrected by Calliope. I know. I actually, uh, not to get ahead of ourselves, but I really liked Calliope. And now I finally know how to pronounce her name because they said it. And now I, now I know how. Calliope. Yeah, I never I kept knew it. Calliope. kept saying Calliope. <laughs> but it's Calliope. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird spelling, I feel like. Mm hmm. It's very phonetic. Calliope. Yeah. Um, in, in personal news, I just got my last eye surgery and it went pretty well and i'm seeing you know not quite the same everything's a little weird but you know you, when did you get two heads anna <laughs> well your last one for now <laughs> at least for the time being. <laughs> and do you want to tell everyone where you are and what you were doing yesterday i was flying back to university yesterday i'm, ve- I'm, ve- I'm very Her sad break and is over homesick i miss my puppers but it's okay. <laughs> In the words of Frozen 2, some things never change, like how we oh. always record our podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. I fi- I made Anna watch it the day before my surgery, and so we can actually talk about it a little. Well, that'll be one of our bonus episodes, maybe after the show is wrapped. We'll do a random one about Frozen 2. <laughs> Just because I really want to talk about it. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I'm listening to the Frozen audiobook called Forest of Shadows, which is like a prequel to the movie, and it's really weird. Right now, a group of giant wolves is chasing everyone through Arendelle. Oh my. And it's funny because they're setting the scene for the movie, and so Olaf has been um, taught how to read by Elsa, and he has these little reading glasses he puts on, and he spends all day in the library, and his favorite books are like really heavy philosophical books. Oh, that's actually kind of cute, though. I know. He was just reading one about existentialism. <laughs> Wait, so Olaf has a brain? Like, that's capable of, like, learning how to read? And thinking Well, yeah, deep I mean, if he's capable of speech and recognizing faces and all that stuff, I assume he's got a little frost brain. Huh. Interesting. And I'm ready, I'm ready. Time to get down to business. Um, Race to the Spire is the 62nd episode of the series as a whole, and it's the 15th episode in the third season. Um, it's technically the first episode after the mid-season hiatus, except we didn't have a mid-season hiatus this time, <laughs> so everything feels weird. But it was written by Jeremy Ship and storyboarded by Adrian Barrios, Isabel Gadik and Janessa Warren. I feel like all those are new people. I don't feel I don't like remember I've heard the name before, before, but we could definitely be wrong. 
<laughs> we could definitely be wrong, but if there's if there's three new storyboarders, welcome to the team. And it was directed by Philip Pignotti. Definitely heard him before. And the plot is Rapunzel Eugene and an old friend, Calliope, race to the spire in an attempt to stop Cassandra from acquiring a deadly weapon. Oh boy. <laughs> this episode. I don't know, I was kind of worried about Calliope because she wasn't one of my favorites originally, but now after seeing this episode, I liked it more than I thought I would. I really yeah. loved the the start of it with the whole cloak bit thing. That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that cloak really did play a big part. Yeah, it really did. And um, I also loved that at the start of the episode, too. They had um, Rapunzel going back to her roots at the snuggly duckling her old haunt i thought oh yeah i love them really all funny. doing a jam sesh there yeah it was so funny it kind of makes me realize shorty hasn't been around in a while has he oh whew. it's a blessing it's a blessing and in, in, in the second season he was just in every episode and now he's like, oh yeah gone doing his own thing off living his little shorty life raps tried to get to Cass, and then varian did so i think it's time for shorty to uh give her a talk no, Lance. Let's have Lance moment. Are you kidding? She would knock him away so fast. She would be like, get out of my face, Lance. He would sing her a song that would change her mind. Um. 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 <laughs> um. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. So, the theme of this episode, I would say, was compassion. Fair assessment, fair assessment. And I thought it was really interesting how it examined, you know, how Raps is always the kindest person in the room and kind of how that can be a bad thing and a good thing. But is compassion ever a bad thing? I mean, Um, it's not bad in itself. I can see how it can have negative consequences that weren't intended. But... Well, I mean, think about it this way. Would you rather sacrifice one slightly annoying person... Or would you rather give your arch rival an army that will allow her to kill thousands of your citizens? Well, maybe there's a way that you can do stop both from happening. <laughs> well, I mean, in the best case scenario, yeah. I don't know. It just feels so anti, like such a letdown to have this big battle for the key, or not the key, but the um. What was it called? The stone or whatever? Yeah. And then you get it, and you're about to leave, and then they're like, oh, well, we got a hostage. And you're like, oh, well, okay, never mind. Here it is. (laughs) Calliope was worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I'm with you there. She's she's a breath of fresh air. (laughs) She really gets on Eugene's nerves. Yeah, I kind of love how sassy she is to Eugene. He needs someone to put him in his place every now and then now that Cass is gone. Yeah. She should have said, like, oh, Eugene, you're looking older or something <laughs> when he came. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have crushed him. <laughs> um, I liked Varian's role at the start of the episode, too. Oh, yeah. Everyone was being kind of, like, saucy to Eugene this episode. I loved Varian and him playing pranks on each other. It kind of reminded me of, like, us working with Dad. Like, oh, don't touch that. Don't do that. 
Sand it this way. <laughs> and then I thought it was funny I, when Eugene glued Varian's boots down. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a little, like, I'm wondering if something is going on with Eugene because, I mean, Varian saying not to touch something is, I mean, not that much of a prank. It's, I mean, he wasn't supposed to touch it. And then Eugene is just like, I glued your shoes to the ground. Well, I mean, he's always been a jokester, though. It's like, that escalated quickly. <laughs> He's feeling sensitive. <laughs> I had just a general question about the overall timeline. How long is it supposed to have been since the big mid-season battle? Because at the end of that, we weren't really sure if they knew if Cass survived or not. Your guess is as good as mine. I don't really know. I, I mean, obviously, not that long, I wouldn't think. Because I think that Zantiri would want to get the power to host the army like wield the army like as soon as possible yeah it just makes me wonder if when they were writing the episodes they anticipated you know a break because they usually do a break at the mid-season so i'm wondering if they intended it to take place right after if we're supposed to kind of assume that there's been a bit of a lull yeah i didn't think about that i don't know yeah but you kind of uh spilled our big news there we finally get an identity reveal for the blue-haired girl then the black and white girl and now zontiri yeah and it's it's interesting because um so i was not really expecting that i'm gonna call the the blue girl zana for zontiri zana so what zana basically does is she puts on the cloak to disguise herself as um how do you say her name again? Calliope? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, I keep saying it wrong. Okay. I'm going to, and I'm going to say one thing. So I thought it was so, it was the funniest part of the episode when Calliope. Calliope. Wasn't really Calliope at the start. She was Zontiri. And Eugene says that Zontiri is less annoying than <laughs> Calliope. Calliope. <laughs> He's like, I knew you were slightly less annoying than usual. Well, I read that. Think about note. that. Eugene gets along better with Zontiri <laughs> than he does Calliope. I thought it was gonna be Cass who was who put on the cloak, and not um, Zena. So, I I was like really yeah. surprised because I thought it was gonna be. Cass. It could have been nice because Cassandra would have like gotten a taste of what it had been like when she was friends with them and hanging out. Exactly, that's what I thought was going to happen. Like, when they went back, I thought those were evil squirrels for a second with axes, those sea creature things. But then I was like, oh, no, they're not. They're some sort of weird fish. But I thought that (laughs) Cass was going to be like, oh, she even goes back for her enemies. Like, wow, you know, she really cares about me, too. And, you know, something like that. That didn't happen. So this little, I I thought it was interesting. And I also didn't like the reveal for for Zayna when... um, she, I thought it was really weird that she just randomly came back, like, after they were defeated and stuff. I was like, by the way, I'm Zontiri. Yeah, <laughs> it was, was like, kind of strange. Because <laughs> they've escaped with what they need, and Eugene and Cal- Calliope are leaving, and Rapunzel is like, I'll be right there. And she hangs back. Yeah. And then Zon- Zana randomly appears, and she's like basically ah ha ha i'm not i'm actually zontiri yeah i was like what are you doing Zena? like like why did you come back like it was weird maybe it like was kind of expl- ex- 
bleh, I can't talk. Like exposing Zontiri's like pride. Maybe like he wanted like someone to know that he was behind it all or whatever. Yeah, it seems like kind of a dumb move to reveal that big thing about yourself to the person you're trying to defeat. Yeah, exactly. So I, maybe that means that pride is going to be Zontiri's downfall if compassion is Rapunzel's. Oh. <laughs> and I really loved during the battle when they had all, um, like, the magical, um, like, lore weapons, like, there going on. And, like, Eugene didn't know what they were used for. And, like, the badgers started reading badgers. I thought that was so funny and so random. Yeah, the great badger shortage of 1312. Yeah, that was, that was really funny. And it was an um, interesting way to kind of level the playing field because Zontiri yeah. and Cass and Rapunzel were so powerful that Eugene wouldn't really stand a chance against them normally. But with these trinkets, he can level himself up. <laughs> yeah. And it was also funny when you mentioned, yeah, like Rapunzel hanging back at the end to, to speak with Zantiri. I was like, why is she letting Eugene prep the balloon? Like, I wouldn't think you'd let him prep it. He's not going <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, he's going to stick some glue in there somewhere. Yeah, he was not supposed to touch things. Like, why are you letting him prep it? It was kind of funny. Yeah. Okay, let's move into the future a little and talk about... What we think Zontiri's big plan is now. I don't know. They've got the magical rock that controls everyone yes. in the Brotherhood. And basically that oh, means yeah. Varian's dad. That was so sad. Um, yeah, he's going to lose his dad again. No. <laughs> so Varian's dad, Adira, who was just meditating in a random swamp somewhere it looked like. She's going to come back to Lance. And also the weird um, rhino guy. I yeah, I'd forgotten about that weirdy. Isn't he Adira's brother? I mean, they're all in the Brotherhood, so I don't know if they're actually brothers. I think or it's whatever. I think it's Adira's brother. I can't remember for sure. I just remember that weird chase scene where he was riding his rhino, chasing their caravan. Yeah, I even forgot why he was chasing their caravan. It was just a crazy ride. He was trying to stop them from getting to the Dark Fortress, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Um, So now Cass has... I mean, she says she wants an army, but really she just has three soldiers now, I guess. So I'm not sure what kind of an army she's talking about. (laughs) There might be more members we don't see, but... I mean, it's been so long since Zantiri was kind of awake that he thinks he has a lot more followers than he really does. (laughs) <laughs> there's three people where is everybody yeah a lot he thinks there's a lot more in the brotherhood than there are <laughs> what but, about yeah. commander jefferson Maybe he died like, 200 years ago does it raise them from the dead though oh an army of zombies because it be looks like it was the tattoo on their hand that controlled them so they'd still have it if they weren't totally disintegrated yeah and it looked like from the little teaser we got of the power it kind of looked like they weren't under their own control at all like their eyes turn blue um like they're totally being mind controlled by it so they don't have any yeah. free will it was called the mind control stone or whatever so well that makes sense then <laughs> yeah it said that they would take over take over their like bodies essentially so yeah poor who would sign up for that brotherhood that's creepy brotherhood i'll tell you that 
do you, I, I foresee Adira having to battle Lance and all the time he's like, please remember what we had together. <laughs> She's just like, I hate you. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe, maybe Lance will bring her back with true love's kiss. <laughs> oh my. Oh, probably not though. Um, <laughs> I think you might run into some issues of consent if you're trying to kiss someone while they're mind controlled. Oh, that's true. Don't want to teach that to children. <clears throat> um, but what are you looking at? <laughs> um, Kale's doing a little model pose in the screen, <laughs> smoothing his hair. I just got out of the shower, so I gotta you know make sure my hair dries correctly. <laughs> Anyway, um, but yeah, I think it'll be really interesting, and I think we're going to be in for some really good uh, battle sequences, maybe a good battle song, like Ready As I'll Ever Be, 2.0. Maybe a rap. I've been waiting for a rap. I know you have been. We'll see. It just, it makes so much sense. Raps has to rap. (laughs) Oh, you. So now since Cass has... And, and and it's weird too that Zontiri tells Rapunzel straight up that Cat I only tell Cass what she needs to know. Yeah, like it was just the whole thing was so weird when when little Zana came back to talk to her. I was like, why are you? What is the point? <laughs> I don't understand yeah. why you're here. <laughs> like I thought. I wonder. It would be so epic if she revealed it like during the battle or like something like that. Like it came out of her. Like I'm really blah blah. But maybe she doesn't want Cass to know. I guess. But then why would you want Rapunzel yeah. to know? Maybe to, like, scare Rapunzel more? I don't know. Yeah, so now it seems like Rapunzel could just go up to Cass and be like, hey, by the way, that girl, she's actually Zontiri. <laughs> and then Cass would be like, oh, well, I mean, I better check into this. And Yeah, I agree. It's kind of strange. But, I mean, I guess it is a thing with big vill- bad villains that they're usually pretty prideful. like And big-headed, yeah. She... Zontiri wants, you know, everyone to know that Zontiri is the one responsible, not Cassandra. Yeah. So now that Cassandra, or Zontiri more properly, has an army, do you think that Rapunzel's going to have to raise an army of the villagers to fight? Or is it going to be the guards who always <sighs> turn on her? It's, I think that Feldspar is going to save them all. Oh, yes, now you're speaking my language. I actually have been meaning to make a little YouTube compilation of Feldspar's best moments. <laughs> and then you should share it on our Twitter. Oh, yeah, I'll have to tweet out a link to it. I love that guy. <laughs> oh, Feldspar. General Feldspar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> funny his character is fun but yeah I feel like it'll probably be more like uniting villagers and stuff like that because Corona seems to depend more on its people than the guards in general for most things so yeah and I mean half of the citizens are basically convicts from the snuggly ducklings so very true maybe Shorty will be a general well don't count on his troop they'd get lost (laughs) <laughs> they'd get lost, but then they'd all somehow show up in the nick of time at the best possible moment to save the day. <laughs> oh, well, it wouldn't be thanks to Shorty. Um, anything else about this episode you want to talk about? 
Hmm. I want to know what Kaz's dad is doing now. He's going to help look for Kaz and stuff, so why didn't he come with them to help with um, Calliope or anything? Maybe he didn't feel like he was ready to face her again. Maybe. He's probably, he's just gotten back to the castle after a long time away, so he's probably all busy getting the guards in order and saying, no, you can't double-cross the princess. Whose idea was that? Probably. It kind of makes sense, since he's been gone, that they've been a little bit more... Crazy. uh, Yeah. Hopefully he can get him back into shape before Zontiri shows up. Yeah, I guess he just thought he could count on Maximus, but Max let him down because he's been dating Fidella and getting distracted, you know? (laughs) Ooh, my. (laughs) Nay, nay. I still think it would have been kind of funny if Eugene became a guard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We both know he would not make a good guard. (laughs) Well, that is true, but it would be funny. My my big question is, now that Zontiri has Rapunzel pegged as the compassionate one, is was that just a one-time thing, or is Zontiri going to try to use her compassion against her again in the big final battle? I feel like Zontiri is going to like put Cass in harm's way, and she's got to choose between Corona oh, and Cass. That's what I was about to say. I could see it happening where... They come down to a final stand, and then Zontiri is like, give me the keys to the kingdom, or else I'll hurt Cass. The keys to the kingdom? It's not one key yeah, to the like, kingdom. Make me, make me the ruler. Turn over the castle and the crown to me. Well, she can't, because she's not the king of the queen. <laughs> anyway, what is the title of the next episode for us to look forward to? Well, our next stop isn't anywhere. Our next stop is A Tale of Two Sisters. We were looking forward to that one based on the title. I really hope the auntie's back in it. Oh boy. Rapunzel and Cassandra investigate mysterious stories of Gothel's ghost haunting Cass's childhood home. Oh, that sounds so awesome. Sounds like it could get a little creepy. I always like when they do their creepy ghost stories. I wonder if they, do they investigate together or like separately? I doubt it. It'd be kind of cool if they did. I could see one where they both go to investigate, but they start on different sides of the house and they keep getting closer and closer to each <gasps> other. And then right when Pepe the final ghost appears, fall. they meet. Ooh, Mother Gothel's ghost is going to be so creepy. She was so creepy in life. Like as a ghost, she's just going to be like 20 times creepier. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be her actual ghost or is it just going to be... A There's figment a lot of, of her magic. imagination or something. There's a lot of magic in this show, yeah. so I feel like it's going to be actually I mean, I good. guess with talking monkeys and shape-shifting, mm-hmm. yeah. But I don't know, like, bringing back Gothel, her actual ghost for real. Cass is going to ask her, why'd you leave me? <laughs> why didn't you lock me in a tower, mother, please? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm definitely going to look forward to that next week, but... Until next time, don't forget to be compassionate. Uh, yeah. Be compassionate or don't um, if you want to get actual things done. Uh, I know it's good that she was compassionate. Like, and it was kind of sweet when she saved those creatures and they gave her that little wave that she was yeah, doing. They were so cute. 
and she was like, at least you can have fun sliding down now. Um, but you can continue the conversation with us on Twitter at Corona Podcast via email coronaconversations.gmail.com. Um, if you're enjoying the show, be sure to tell three friends about us um, before midnight of tomorrow, or else you will be cursed. No. Yeah. Bye.